Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Hello everyone, welcome to Project Discovery, presented by Collective Shift. I'm Nathan, and this video is going to be running through the best crypto and NFT projects that our research team found last week. We provide this project discovery video five days a week for our pro members over at collectiveshift.io. So go over to the platform and check it out. Uh, last week was a little bit of a quieter one, obviously, with the holiday break, um, but we still had some really good projects that were found and that we can discuss today. Should be hopefully about a 20 minute video. Um, all the links will be in the description below. Um, let's get started. First off, today is a Web3 Calendly called Meet with Wallet. So we're allowing our wallets now to do far more than just transact on the blockchain. Um, we're hopefully going to be able to run meetings with them as well. So here's Meet with Wallet, the right way to schedule meetings in Web3. This is for personal, this is for DAOs, NFT collections. If we come into the alpha, it looks really, really good. Here's the meeting scheduler for Web3. Provides an easy way to share you or your DAOs calendar and schedule meetings without any hassle or back and forth communication. As you can see in the top right hand corner, my Web3 wallet is connected. And now let's go to the dashboard. This is an alpha product. And here I have my calendar link that I could give to you. You could give yours to mine. And then I could set a meeting with you. We've got account details. We could set availabilities, which looks very similar to Calendly, a really good user interface there. And then let's actually check out a meeting. I had someone schedule a meeting with me so that we could actually check the user interface, user experience. So let's do that right now. Here is the meeting link. And as you can see, we're being used by Huddle, who we'll look at in just a second. My Web3 wallet's connected in the top right-hand corner. And here it is, have a good meeting, enter the meeting. I could even set my avatar, which I could choose from my NFTs. And then let's enter the meeting. While we're connecting, it actually asks, please wait for the host to admit you. And in the meantime, it said, have a look at some NFT collections, which was a nice little touch there. And then here we are, we're in the meeting. This is this is the interface. So if somebody else joined, I know I'm kind of looking at myself here. Um, we'd be able to have a have a have a Web3 meeting. Come down here. I could customize my avatar, which hasn't been working for me, but I assume eventually your little avatar could it could replace your face if you wanted to. So very there's our little um peers over or our participants over on the right hand side, and as you can see, that is a little avatar for me. If I actually take off my video. Let's see if it turns to my avatar. There it is. So if I didn't want to show my real face, just wanted to discuss, um, I could just put up an avatar there and then that would represent my identity, which is really, really cool. So we'll, we'll exit out of the meeting because no one else is going to be joining me. Um, and then there it is. We have the Meet With Wallet, the Calendly for Web3 with a really, really nice user experience. And let's check out Huddle. They are powered by Huddle. So Huddle is Web3 powered video meetings. Use NFTs to make conversations in the metaverse or of, on your own. Or in the metaverse of your own, excuse me. So we can check out Huddle. We really saw the user experience um, just a second ago by actually using it with Meet with Wallet. But here's their website. Here's a little mock-up that you can see. There's a Cyber Kong talking to a CryptoPunk. So their, their little avatar is actually covering their face, which is a cool feature. We weren't able to get that spun up today, but... um. You could see that it could be used in the future. Um, all of the recordings, I don't know if you can see that, but all the recordings are going to be stored on IPFS or Filecoin. So there'll be decentralized storage for these decentralized video files. 
experience Web3 feature-rich video conferencing. They're talking about features like token gating, NFTs as avatars, which we just discussed, recording over IPFS, Web3 login in ENS, and more. Showcase NFTs in the meeting or in the waiting room. Crypto and NFT tipping. Ooh, for live streaming, that'd be wonderful. Um, mint your recording as NFTs. Use NFTs as custom background. <laughs> Very cool. So not only can you have the profile picture, but the background behind me will soon be an NFT. Um, live stream your meetings via live peer, and then also adapt a dashboard to time manage your spaces. And who we backed by? Looks like we're backed by Long Hash Ventures, Protocol Labs, uh, Consensus Mesh, a few other capital firms as well. Awesome. Um, we might actually reach out because that would be wonderful to talk to them. So really, really impressive uh, tool there. Both Meet with Wallet and Huddle providing us with a Web3 video conferencing uh, experience. And moving on. Next up today is LinksDAO. LinksDAO was discovered a few weeks ago, um, but they did have their their pre-sale and their public sale um, during this last week. So I wanted to quickly go through it. We have a DAO that's purchasing a golf course. Um, so it's one of these things where DAOs may not fundamentally change the business model of, say, running a golf course. Uh, but what it does do, it allows the 99% um, of humanity who previously couldn't hold exclusive assets that were typically held by the 1%. Now those type of assets, which is in this case owning a golf course, pretty much reserved for, uh, for the high net worth individuals of the world. Now we're making it able so that the 99% of the world can partially own assets that were typically reserved for the 1% of the world. So I think that's very, very cool. Additionally, um, membership is not just one share or one hypothetical imaginary share your membership's a token so we have the ability to compose there's composability on top of those tokens which i think um is the answer to why say tokenized SaaS model is better than just a SaaS model or owning a golf course with tokens um, is better than owning a golf course with equity that composability aspect i think is very very underrated and very um under discovered or undiscovered at the moment but moving on here is linksdown you could have bought two types of memberships for linksdown a leisure membership which gets you a right to purchase at the first physical club, uh, links tokens, uh, access to discounts, members only Discord, Linksdown Fantasy Golf League, and more. Or you could get the global membership, which is 4x the governance rights, the rights to purchase two individual memberships or one family membership at the first physical golf course, Linksdown in real life events, access to club reciprocity with other global members who opt into participating, and more. So. Very, very cool stuff. Um, they've garnered a lot, a lot of interest um, for, you know, kind of a kind of a relatively niche interest, which is golf. So there's Linksdown, global community of thousands of enthusiasts come together to create one of the world's greatest golf and leisure clubs. So additionally, you know, golf in the past has been quite discriminatory. Um, it's been quite elitist. I mean, I do think Linksdown has been saying in some of their white papers and some of their, uh, some of their ideas, excuse me, that they do want to rewrite what it means to be part of a private club and that it should be far more open. And here they are, Linksdown. So if we check out some activity, um, the leisure passes were going for 0.12, and now they're trading on the secondary market for 0.28, and the global memberships were being sold for 0.72, um, and then they're up to 0.89. And excuse me, I think the leisures were 
So 0.18 up to 0.28 and 0.72 up to 0.89 for actual current uh, secondary market prices. The other one that's following suit, which we won't go into as much, is the Token Farm Golf Club. Um, they're also striving to build a golf club in real life with NFTs to serve as your membership. So nowhere near as much um, activity here. We had, what, 15,000 followers, 16,000 followers compared to only 612. But something to note that um, I think we will see the dowing of a lot of different niche hobbies in 2022-2023. They also helped me or us discover the Fly Fish Club. We have a brand new Fly Fish Club and really quickly... Check out this, created by Fly, Cliff, Fly, Fly Fish Club Deployer, which is apparently a smart contractor or wallet that has deployed the NFTs. They did a similar thing to LinksDAO, excuse me, where I can come back up here and it says, created by LinksDAO Deployer. So it seems like the popular thing to do if you're going to create an NFT collection is have a wallet that sits by itself and say, this is the deploy wallet. This is not our vault. This is not our treasury account. We have a single wallet address that's just doing the deployment of NFTs. And then we can deploy NFTs in the future as well from the same deployer contract. So I just want to quickly note that. So here we have Fly Fish Club, the world's first members-only private dining club where members purchased where membership is purchased on a blockchain as a non-fungible token and owned by the token holder to gain access to our restaurant and various culinary, cultural, and social experiences. Pretty cool. So it's going to span across 10,000 square feet in the iconic New York City location. So it looks like they're building a, uh, a restaurant in New York City. There'll be a bus and cocktail lounge, upscale restaurant, intimate omasaki room, and an outdoor space. Now, this was created by the VCR Group, which includes Gary Vaynerchuk, David Rodolitz, Josh Capone, and Connor Hanlon. Obviously, we know Gary the most, or at least I do personally. Here they are. They're going for about 3 ETH. Wow. Unsure what mint price was, unfortunately. If we can have a look at total activity, um, they actually started on December 14th around... Three dollars and seventy cent, or three point, excuse me, three point seven ETH. Um, they on December twenty second, uh, their average sell price was seven. But it looks like there's different types of memberships available. So we don't just have the Bluefin Tuna membership. I think we also have some other memberships as well. Here it is. Uh, we have diff two different tiers: the Fly Fish Club member and the Fly Fish Club Omasaki member. And here is their website. Their private sale was December 15th. Discord launched January 3rd, which looks like today. And then public sale January 11th, so we still haven't even hit the public sale yet. And let's click the pre-sale login, because why not? Oh, no, I won't do that. They want an email, which is fine, but not to Web3, but that's okay. So the Fly Fish Club creating a 100-square-foot, excuse me, 100-square-foot, 10,000-plus-square-foot um dining and cultural space in New York City. Next up, one of the big token discussions over the past week was the Open DAO. This, this brand new spun up DAO airdropped SOS tokens, right here, SOS tokens, to previous OpenSea users based on OpenSea's users' um, activity. So they say SOS is grateful for the entire NFT ecosystem, this token, is to pay tribute, to protect, and to promote. So this was airdropped. Here it is. 
the token for the largest NFT community to pay, tribute, and protect and promote. We have the initial claim. We could then go and farm them or stake them if we claim them. It looks like it's done. We connect our wallet. We estimate the rewards that we got based on the money spent on OpenSea, which has a multiplier, and then also the number of transactions on OpenSea as well. So depending on your activity, will determine how much SOS tokens that you get airdropped. Here's the distribution. 50% were airdropped, 20% were staking incentives, 20% to the DAO, 10% for LPs. And do we have a roadmap? Looks like the APY. Total value locks about 11 million, they say. It looks like the APY is about 1,200, so they're just issuing people more SOS token. But I don't know if we have a roadmap. Now, the thing here is obviously the risk. Well, not obviously, but one of the risks here is can this be a viable business? Will a community evolve around the SOS token and what utility will it have um, you know, in the coming weeks, months, years, and will it actually sustain itself? Here's their Notion page. And they want to become a central asset for the metaverse and Web3, similar to how USDC is an important asset for all of crypto. So it won't, go any too, and it won't go further than that. Actually, we will. Let's check the price. Here it is. It got issued, yes, December 25th. It exploded um, from 310 all the way up to 1200 uh, with a lot of zeros in front of it. And as you can see, we've had a bit of an equilibrium period. This is a one-hour chart. Um, over the last five or six days, excuse me, eight days, um, and here we're, we're finding an equilibrium price at the moment with a market cap. Oh wow, the SOS market caps about 214 million. So it's quite wild that a brand new issue token airdrop to everyone, 11 million dollars staked, can garner a market cap of 214 million. So the newest meme coin, the from the OpenDAO, the SOS token rewarding OpenSea users. Next up, we have a stealth DAO called Socrates DAO. Not much to discuss here, but we have a peer-to-peer -peer learning platform or learning DAO on Web3. They joined in November. We'll see what happens to them. They are following just two people. Next up, we've got Wizardry. Wizardry Finance is over on Avalanche, and we've got a new term here. We've got Wizardry Finance is an APY RPG or an annual percentage yield role-playing game on the Avalanche network. Typically, you know, your role-playing games, you're really just building up your character to not really do anything, just to get better in the game. Um, in this case, uh, this role-playing game looks like it will be rewarding the player with annual percentage yield, which is a very, very cool, interesting concept. We, they joined in December onto Twitter. We can come and check out their webpage. They've got a very school of witchcraft and wizardy they got a little bit of a harry potter theme here um, and they call themselves a dao gaming protocol that's magical like no other and it's going to be the first apy rpg so they've got documentation they don't have their web app up just yet so it's very early days and of course what's their token their token is the wand token w-a-n-d which makes a lot of sense it should be a, a wand or a magic token so they want to be a reserve gaming currency. So won't go too much further there because there's not too much info. Looks like they're going to have bonding mechanisms. Um, but 
the fact that we've got this APY RPG really, really spiked my interest. Next up is What the Fork. What the Fork is scouring the blockchain for the latest forks of OHM, Tomb, and Ring. So we can go to whatthefork.xyz, and here it is, lovely little website where we're able to dig into projects a little bit more deeper, all of the forks of the world. As you can see, we've got Unite Finance, they've got KYC, it's hot. Actually, that one might be a feature, so that one might be a little bit of an ad, but if we go down, we can discover forks. We'll click into the top Olympus forks. Why not? And here they are. We can search by different blockchains. Avalanche and Phantom have a ridiculous amount of OHM forks. They're really cool. They've got descriptions for all these different DAOs that are out there right now. So for those that are into it, for, if you're watching this video and you've made it this far, first off, thank you very much. But this is something that you and I like, where we're able to dig down, continue down the rabbit hole. In, case, in this case, they're Tomb, Olympus DAO, and Ring Fork rabbit holes. So what the fork, a place you find the latest forks. Moving on to another stealth DAO. It's called Nonpartisan DAO. This is like the Constitution DAO, but with utility. They're going to decentralize democracy, people over politics. Uh, we don't have any tweets, so it's is it as a stealth organization. But I wanted to just mention this one because I have a feeling politics and crypto, um, it, was a, it was a talking point in 2021. I think it could be an even larger talking point in 2022. Um, just with the... It's kind of... It, for, for, to use a, a layman's term, it's kind of coming to a head here with crypto and, the, and regulators. It's time for us to, to sit at the table and really make some decisions here over the, over the coming years. Next, next one up is a bit of an interesting one, bit of a harder one to wrap our head around. Um, called Alpha, it's called Genesis One, made by Alpha Omega Labs. And Genesis One is an Ethereum virtual machine compatible blockchain, layer one blockchain that's powered by the Cosmos Software Development Kit. We can come into the website. Let's click on the About page. They're creating an experimental blockchain for the arts and sciences that, for the arts and sciences that are EVM compatible, so we can link this up to Ethereum. There is a planned Cosmos SDK and Ethereum EVM powered layer one blockchain made for the arts and in silico biomedicine. They've got a list of a bunch of um, utilities of layer ones. So it looks like it's probably a, hopefully they want to build a, a more scalable layer one than, 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 um, than Ethereum. They have their roadmap, which looks like come 2022, we will have a solution. And we do have NFTs, looks like. But I don't think we're ready for those NFTs just yet. And coming soon, just like on Ethereum or other Layer 1 smart contract platforms, um, we do want to see decentralized applications being built on here. And they do have a little a page here to say that uh, coming soon, we'll, there will be apps on this blockchain. Moving on, moving on to a pre-launch NFT organization called Shipyard. Shipyard, and actually this is more of a gaming play. Shipyard buy, you can buy games, trade items, play with friends, a Web3 gaming marketplace powered by Ethereum and NFTs. 
We've just got a landing page for our organization, so not too much information to glean. Actually, we can come down and take a look at a bit of information here. Purchase games with crypto. Show off your game achievements. Trade your game items. For developers, reach a wider audience. Verify game ownership effortlessly with NFTs. Distribute your games easily through Shipyard's hosted storage. So in 2021, we had a lot of NFT marketplaces pop up over all the different blockchains. Have a feeling we're going to see gaming-related and in-game asset um, marketplaces come 2022 really, really become popular. Next up is Boomerang. Boomerang is a Web3 tool that tracks interactions across platforms, enabling you to find and reward your most active community members. It's launching in January. Here is, looks like their roadmap, or it looks like um, some a walkthrough of some user, um, user mapping. If we come down, I believe this is built by Romana. Romana is building Boomerang, a, the Web3 community engagement platform, which I really like that. <coughs> Excuse me, I really like that phrase. And we can check out the website real quick. Here it is. Track and reward community engagement. Cool, we can map Discord handles to Ethereum wallets, combat bots, and make your Discord server DM spam free. Looks like we can mix and match the actions you find valuable for what people do in your community, as well as create engagement campaigns and tie rewards to them. Cool. So they want to give us a holistic view of how someone interacts with your community and product, which I think is really, really valuable. All of these siloed communities have different tasks, have different operations they need done um, that should be standardized um, in terms of DAOs and in terms of Web3 communities. Um, treasury operations should be similar across different DAOs um, and should be almost not sta almost standardized. So it looks like that's what Try Boomerang and Boomerang is trying to is hoping to accomplish. Next up is Infitism. Infitism, Infinitism, excuse me, is an infinite game that is not played for winning. Um, believe that this organization is working on Ethereum account abstraction and Vitalik Buterin might be working on it personally. So we might have direct influence here from Vitalik building infinitism um, and working on the problem of account abstraction. And now I'm still wrapping my head around account abstraction, but if we look at ETHUB and ask what account abstraction is, we get a high-level overview that data abstraction in computer science is the practice of information hiding. So this increases the ability of a computer system to be used at a higher level with less knowledge of the processes going on underneath. Um, so this to me speaks scalability um, and being able to do more commerce on the Ethereum blockchain. Additionally, related to information hiding, uh, the Ethereum blockchain is very, very public at the moment, and it would be really nice to be able to determine which applications see some public info and which applications see private info. Um, and that I think we'll get a bit more, I think we'll get a lot more customization in the coming years. So, I wanted to mention infinitism. They've, they're working on account abstraction, Vitalik's involved, um, and they're also working on EIP 4337, which is account abstraction via entry point contract specification. So I'm still wrapping my head around that one.
And he, I think last one of the day is Alligator DeFi. We have a decentralized exchange on Avalanche. They just joined Twitter in December 2021. Looks like there's farms being set up already. We can come over, we can launch the application. And here we are, we're on the decentralized exchange. We could swap Avalanche, different types of Avalanche tokens in a clean little interface. We could pool tokens into, looks like six different pools with not that much liquidity. So this looks like a very, very high risk decentralized exchange. We could also do some farming as well and staking. If we wanted to stake their governance token, the alligator token or the gator token, the GTR token. So very, very early days for that decentralized exchange on Avalanche, but um, there it is with Alligator DeFi. Oh, actually one more today. One more is DeFi Hedge Protocol, asset management protocol built on top of Uniswap V3. We're very bullish um, about most of the organizations building on top of Uniswap V3 and concentrated liquidity. It seems like asset management for Uniswap V3 positions um, is quite a full-time job and it's quite manual at the moment. So we need these, or personally, I need these asset management tools um, to help me uh, run my LP tokens and I'm sure other people will too. Permissionless and decentralized protocol that constructs a scalable layer over Uniswap V3 pools, connects liquidity providers with strategy managers and to streamline user investment into these pools. Strategy managers, will actively manage assets provided by users and take advantage of amplified yields in Uniswap in return for fees. Very cool. And their features, high yield strategies, constant monitoring of those pools, selected of specific pools, and also the uh, metrics and the features of that pool, the fees, uh, asset management, decentralized staking, decentralized investment. Very cool. So we've seen quite a few people. Um, what was up with their fee structure? They will have a management fee, a performance fee, and a platform fee as well for all of these different uh, strategy matters and for the platform itself. So ever since Uniswap V3 launched early in 2021, um, we have seen quite a few people um, launch asset management protocols for it. We haven't seen them take off too well, but um, it is good to note that, they, that people are building on top of Uniswap V3. And that's it for this week. Really, really good call. Really, really excited about those organizations. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate anyone that got this far. We do these calls five days a week for our pro members over at CollectiveShift.io. So head over there for more information. And we'll be back at it next week. Thank you very much for being here. Bye for now.